Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes, and I'm author of the book, and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine, because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to a brand new series. This particular series is going to be a focus on the habits of low emotional intelligence. Now, first we need to understand what emotional intelligence is, and it happens to be a topic that I absolutely love to teach on. In fact, um, I've often called myself an expert in this topic simply because of the number of years that I have used it in my presentations as well as my corporate training um, and coaching. Everything that I do, emotional intelligence, seems to be the crown jewel that's involved in helping people become their best. But why is it so critical and why do we need to understand what the habits of low emotional intelligence are? Because we can't really fix the problem until we diagnose the issue, Okay. So I have some interesting statistics that I'd like to share with you to start out with because I think these are going to help you to understand why this could change your life. It could change your life, your career, your future. It could give you a greater sense of well-being and help you to be more influential, a more powerful leader, and make a lot more money. Your job performance is 58% emotional intelligence. So to the level that you are able to be emotionally intelligent will determine how well you perform on the job. In fact, 90% of job top performers in jobs have high emotional intelligence. It's kind of like this if we put it in simple terms. Okay, So would you rather work with someone that is super talented, super skilled, and knows his job, but he's impossible to get along with, and argues with everyone, and seems frustrated all the time, ornery, irritable, and just will not do things the way that he's asked to do. Which one would you rather, would you rather have that person, or would you rather have someone who maybe doesn't have all the skills, or all the talents, and all the abilities, But you know what? They're super, super uh, uh, powerful team worker. They're, they're, um, you know, they're totally in line with the vision for the company. They're easy to mold and shape. They're easy to get along with. They tend to, to just quickly catch on to anything that you ask them to do and even study hard to learn the job. Which one would you rather have? I mean, I think that the question there is, is easy to answer. Anybody would answer that I would rather have that second person and train them the skills rather than have somebody that is so hard to get along with despite how gifted they are. And that's the reason why this is so incredibly value, valuable. In fact, according to TalentSmart.com, a, a one single point increase in your EQ adds $1,300 to your salary. It, it's, it's, it's hugely it, one of the best investments you could ever make in yourself is not only understanding it, and there are five elements I'm going to share with you, but improving it at every angle and working hard to improve it. So here's the five elements. Motivation is the first one. So basically, you know, you know how to motivate yourself, you know how to motivate others, and you know how to sustain that motivation, okay? Next You are empathic, you are kind and compassionate to other people, but you're also kind and compassionate to yourself. So in other words, you're not beating yourself up all the time. 
You have a high level of self-control, so you're able to control yourself to manage all of these other elements well and to, to do the work that's necessary when it needs to be done and in the right way. You have incredible social skills. So you get along with people extremely well, and you're able to detect when they're in need of something or if they need, you know, and you're, and you're a great encourager and a motivator. Then you're also self-aware, which I believe is, is kind of the hub to all of this. It pulls all these other ones together. You're very aware of how you're feeling, why you're feeling the way that you are. You know how to correct it. You know how to bounce back quickly. You're very resilient, and you can detect when you're starting to slip down into a funk, and you can pull yourself right back up again. And it's, it's really much broader than this, but that's the short scope of those five elements. And I've taught on it many, many, many times. In fact, I have corporate programs that are six months, 12 months that act, they're culture changers. And I use it in all my coaching as well as my presentations. The definition, uh, the official definition of emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. It's a mouthful, but it does explain it quite well. And, um, and what I want to share with you next is some emotionally related dysfunctions. And then we're going to get into the habits, which actually, these are some of the habits, but I have more for you in a little bit deeper version of these. So first of all, um, if you're self-criticizing all the time, um, then that can lead to things like brain fog and, and headaches and so forth. <clears throat> if you have a sense of entitlement, and I see that so prevalent in today's society, I deserve this, and, and this is really what is right for me, and, you know, and, you know, that's not fair, and, you know, and you know what, life isn't fair, and, and so when we can learn to get past some of these bad habits, we can change the game for ourselves and for our environment, our culture. A victim mentality goes along with that. Someone who's pessimistic, uh, someone who overgeneralizes or, or has poor time management, fear and doubts. And, of course, the effects of these are everything from hypertension, digestive disorders, fatigue, yeah, temperamentalness, uh, critical, argumentative, and on and on the list goes. But what I want to do with this series is I want to dive deeper on this, and I want to go through these piece by piece and give to you the habits of low emotional intelligence and help you really get a handle on it and see it from all perspectives. So I'm hoping you're going to stay with me because I believe this can change your life. And I'm excited to have the opportunity to share it with you. So again, this is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. Looking forward to joining you on the next podcast as we walk through this series about habits of low emotional intelligence. Thank you for joining